0: Hey, everybody. You're listening to the Rogo Report. Today's November 29th of 2020. Um, I'm sorry. I'm just trying to take myself seriously. I, I made that nine second jingle on GarageBand. I, I wanted a podcast intro. And honestly, I think it sounds really good. Or it's, it's so bad that it sounds good. Like it's hilarious to me. You know, when Justin Bieber came out with yummy and it was just it was god-awful but after a while it slapped and that's how I feel about that second jingle like it's so bad and I I love it I love it I did it in one take what can I say I'm basically Mozart anyway uh I'm new here uh pro- I likely don't have your attention for too long so I want to just get to it cut to the chase uh, I, I want to present an argument that's near and dear to my heart. And it has been for a few years now. It's, it's been so near and dear that when I finally bit the bullet on doing a podcast, I knew what I wanted to talk about. I knew exactly what I wanted to talk about. And that is that skinny dipping is not romantic, it's not romantic. I'm over it. I'm over it. It's 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 not this beautiful dramatic turning of the age moment in your life. Oh my gosh, I feel like movies and the media and even just us as a society has blown up the idea that skinny dipping is without fail a great experience to have, and I will tell you firsthand, Scout's Honor, it's just not. And if anything, I'm hoping that this episode is a resource to those who have had horrible skinny dipping experiences so they can sleep at night because it's been years for me since 2018 to be exact, and I have felt this way for a long time so. Like I said, I'm just going to cut right to the chase. Let's get to the story you need to know. The people need to know. It's important. So, like I said, a few years back, I believe it was summer 2018. I was a wee laddice. A wee laddice in 2018. Fresh out of college. New to the scene. Ready to take on the world. Ready to take on the world. Um. So, I was down the shore which to us New Jersey natives which I think is a majority of the people listening to this aka maybe five people but going down the shore meant you were going to the Jersey shore and I've done that every summer since I was like actually I think since like three years old so I'm very I'm very accustomed to the landscape and the land Um, but once I was 21 I had access to this beautiful nightclub mecca on the corner in the Jersey shore. And it was, it was, it not was, it still fully exists. It is called the Osprey. Um, The Osprey is, it's just it's the kind of place that you wait on a live for two hours for and it's worth it it's the kind of place that charges you $20 at the door when you're in like the depths of like trash New Jersey and you're like hell yeah you know what I would have spent actually $40 to get in here no cap anyway so it's a very epic bar it has, it has my heart and my soul. There's a room called the Boom Boom Room. And it's just a room that has like booming music and lights galore. And you just lose yourself in the middle of the room. Um, but anyway, it's, it's a prime, prime spot for skinny dipping. Because right across the literal street is nothing other than the Atlantic Ocean. Like it, it's actually a three-minute walk? Three-minute walk from this booming club to the depths of the sea, which is just poetic in itself, I think. And it makes me think of, you know how, like, turtles, I promise, stick with me here, turtles lay their eggs in sand, and then the turtles have their nest, and... uh, Eventually when the baby turtles hatch, they migrate to the sea. I want you to think of the osprey, like this big, beautiful 75 year old turtle. And each night it lays a nest of drunken, drunken eggs. And when they hatch, they, they migrate to sea. It's beautiful. It's like National Geographic with the emphasis on graphic. Um, But anyway, I wanted to be a part of this circle of life, you know, going skinny dipping, It was necessary to my character development. Like I had, I had to do this. There, there was no ifs, ands, or buts. The media told me it was beautiful. I watched Twilight Breaking Dawn Part One and watched this epic scene of Edward and Bella losing it in their B day suits in this like waterfall creek. It's beautiful. If you have any time in your day slash life, just go watch that movie and watch that scene, and you'll understand. Why I was so caught up in the moment. Anyway, I won't bore you with the mundane details of how I acquired a man, but I was at the Osprey. It was a classic Osprey night. I met this giant, giant man who had, like, a tattoo and was older. Like, I was done for, in other words. Easy, easy. Cha-ching. Sure. Say what you want. Say. Anyway. He asked if I want to go to the beach. Yes, I want to go to the beach. We go to the beach and I'll have you know that just the night before or I guess the day before, whatever the hell. It was there was a huge storm like not hurricane level, I'm being dramatic, but it was a really big storm enough that like the next night the water was crazy. So We're still. I'm probably like seven vodka sodas deep. We definitely took at least like three tequila shots because if I'm gonna go get my ass in the literal sand, give me tequila first, please. It's courtesy. Um, but so regardless of how drunk we were, like the it was very apparent how like insane the water was. So, you know, we strip down. It's time to go into the sea, into the literal sea. Here we go. It's my big, it's my big moment. I can't wait. I'm thinking to myself, oh my God, I'm so spontaneous. I can't wait. I'm going to save this story for like <laughs> my future children. I'm going to tell my daughter that she just live her life to the fullest like I do. Um, and so... The water's like crazy. We get to the foot of the water, and I I looked at him, and I was like, "Oh, it looks kind of crazy." And He looks at me, and he goes, "Oh no, no, no! I'm I'm a lifeguard. I I used to be a lifeguard like a few years ago." And you're I'm, the reason I'm yelling this when I recount the tale is because the waves were crashing so loudly like that when you were at the foot of the water you had to raise your voice just to put you into perspective of just how crazy the water was splashing. And all the while, I'm just like literally butt ass naked at the foot of the ocean. And it's not that dark either. Like it was nighttime. Okay. Yes. But I swear the moon was, it was a full moon. It was like a spotlight on my bare derriere before having this like beautiful moment. Uh anything, so we still go in the water because I justify it being like, oh well, he was a lifeguard, so whatever, might as well. Again, this this event was necessary to my character development in my eyes at the time. I thought I needed this. I, I needed this. How could I possibly continue my romantic career without this on my resume? <laughs> so we run into the water and <laughs> I immediately, immediately am drowning. <laughs> immediately. I think I think that's the fastest. I think I hold the world record for how fast somebody can like drown. Uh, the water is just hitting me in the face. He, I'm clinching, I'm just clinching onto him like a fucking sloth because he's this big giant man who's like basically an anchor. It's not hot. I don't even think I could like find his face because the waves kept hitting us. So water up my nose, up my ass. I think I spit up on him. TBH. Um, It got so bad after a few minutes that he ends up (laughs) carrying me directly right out of the water, like David Hasselhoff style. I'm a rag doll, uh, soaking wet, and he's just carrying me out of the water, and he he places me in the sand as if I'm like, I'm, I'm a newborn child. I was just birthed and he is taking me out of the womb that is the ocean and he's placing me down on the sand. And I don't think there's anything more humbling than being wet butt-ass naked um, and sandy after... Oh, and also spitting up on somebody. After you were trying to be sexy like especially after trying to be sexy so at that point I'm just like crawling around for my clothes I'm trying to find them because they're I'm soaking wet still the moonlight is like a spotlight I swear it was like a theatrical show and this was like the epic sad climax where the main character comes to the realization that like life is fleeting I don't know and so I'm crawling around. I I don't even think I found my thong. I think I just scooped up sand and kind of rubbed my butt to pretend that I found it. And he's like gathering his stuff. And the craziest part is this is how much Ben still want it. I'm like covered in sand. I, my hair is like, I have an afro because my hair is naturally super curly. So it looks like I went through like, I think it looks like not, a, a lightning bolt hit me and my hair is just everywhere. And he still, still was like, why don't we just go back to my place? I was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. As I'm like bouncing on one leg trying to get the salt water out of my ear because he was kind of muted because I couldn't really hear him um (laughs) look, look, look the moral of the story is it's not romantic and I I I swear like when I was trying to find my my clothes as I'm again sopping wet Frigid, cold I think my nipples like cut an ice cube uh, I like dawned on me holy shit this is what I romanticized about this is what this is what everybody said you had to do no no you don't I don't need you you don't need this experience if you haven't had one don't worry don't worry you don't need it I'm here to tell you, you don't need it. Now, I know the other side of this is that, Shayna, no shit, it sucked. Like, the water was thrashing everywhere. Like, you basically drowned. You're a dumbass. If you go somewhere like a beautiful oasis, it's probably, it's probably pretty great. No, you're still wrong. You're still, still wrong because sand gets everywhere. And also, you don't want salt water up there. You don't. It's not good for the hygiene, the health. Maybe doctors could counter that. But me and my cooch, we're staying out of the salt water in these situations. I'll still go in the ocean, but not to skinny dip. Not to be sexy. Not for the romance. Anyway, that's all I have to say. That's my story. Been holding it in for three years, so I feel like a burden has just been lifted. It got pretty heated, not gonna lie. Just talking to myself, too. Impressive. I think I have schizophrenia. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. This has been the Rogo Report with Shay Rogo in under 15 minutes, might I add. I kind of like that, in under 15 minutes. Okay. Thanks. Love you. Bye. If you have a good story, tell me in the comments. Thanks.